You're listening to the Volleyball by Design podcast. Today, we're going to talk about assistant coaches, the role of assistant coaches, and more importantly, how to be an effective assistant coach. So whether you're a head coach or an assistant coach, this is going to be a great episode to get clarity on the role of the assistant coach. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Coach Brian Singh, and after 11 years coaching competitive volleyball and as a head coach of a college team, I've become obsessed with helping athletes and coaches improve their knowledge and skills of the game by teaching them how to train efficiently and effectively to ultimately reach their volleyball goals. I've created the Volleyball by Design podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies so you can get clarity and apply what you learn right away. This is the Volleyball by Design podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 61 of the Volleyball by Design podcast. How is everyone doing today? Got another great week, another hopefully uh, hopefully great episode. Uh, well, if you're new to the podcast, welcome to the pod. My name is Coach Brian Singh, and I am the, the founder of as the founder, the creator of this podcast, the host of this podcast. I'm a college coach as well. And for our regular listeners, uh, you know, thank you again for tuning in. I hope I can deliver some value for you guys today. And you can take what you learn and, you know, uh, apply it to your gym. Or rather, today's episode, it won't be really applying it to your gym, but it'll be applying it to your staff um, or yourself if you're an assistant coach. So we're going to talk about an assistant coach today. Now, um, a coach reached out, uh, Coach Brandon reached out on uh, Instagram and was actually asking me, you know, what is it, um, you know, what does it mean to be a great assistant coach? You know, uh, he just accepted an assistant coach position and he wanted to know, you know, what makes a great assistant coach and how can they support the head coach? And it's a great question. And I've realized that in my 60 episodes of, um, of doing the podcast, I did have an episode where I brought on uh, my assistant coaches from our college team to talk about, you know, our dynamic, and that was a great episode. Uh, but I haven't actually had an entire episode dedicated just to talking about the role of an assistant coach and, you know, how do you like how to be an effective assistant coach essentially? Because that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, but. If you haven't listened to that episode where I did bring our assistant coaches on, um, it's a great episode, and that is episode, I'm uh, I'm trying to find it actually right now, we did it, I just lost it, I had it, oh, episode 35, that's what it was, episode 35, go listen to that, Um, I brought on Coach Eric and Robert, and we talked about our our dynamic and how we're able to make it work at our level, but the role of an assistant coach is a vital role to the success of your team. It's, it's just as important as a head coach. And, I, and I'm not even, like I'm a, I'm a head coach and I'm, I'm lucky enough to have four assistant coaches on our staff, but I can tell you without certainty that their job is just as important as my job. And it's important that we work in unisons, that we both share the same vision. So I wanna give you a little bit of a background, backstory to what I think and the reason I think this is so important. On our staff, so I'm actually very, very particular on uh, who I bring on staff because it has to be, so first of all, I never hire a stranger. And and not to say that there aren't great assistant coaches out there that I don't know, it's just I'm, I need to have a long relationship with this person before I bring them on. So all of our assistant coaches I've known for years, I've either coached them, ironically, or I've worked with them in a, in a number of capacities. Because in order for a real coaching staff to work, you guys have to be on the same page. 
Like we all have to share the same mindset, the same vision. Now we can have disagreements about certain things, sure, right? Because obviously challenging my, me is great. I love when my coaches challenge me and I challenge them to be better coaches, but not to a point where it's a completely different mindset from you. It's not the vision that the head coach wants or the, the coaching staff in general wants to go for. So it's really important that you find people that get you, that you can communicate easily with. It's not It's not a job. It's more of a, a friendship, a relationship. It's different in the sense like, you know, sometimes with other jobs, you have a boss and you have employees that work under that boss. And, you know, you always want to tread very carefully because you don't want the work relationship to become too much of a friend relationship, you know? There's always that dynamic that I know in the workplace that happens. But with, with coaching, it's a bit different. You want to have more of a friendship, more of a family-orientated environment with your coaches than in a typical job. And it creates a much more positive environment when you have that. Like, for example, with our coaching staff, like I've been with these coaches for years and years and years. Well, one coach is my brother, which helps. Uh, I've known him since he's been alive. And then the other coaches, I've either, actually all of the other coaches, now that I'm thinking about it, I've coached, which is pretty cool. Uh, so you have to really have coaches that just get that, get that vision. And just to give you a little bit of background, which I see, I see like I'm rambling here, you know, with, with our staff, if I call a timeout and I'm in the middle of doing something, uh, writing, writing something down or, or whatever the case is, and my assistant coach goes over there and starts talking to the players, you know, I know a lot of head coaches that would have a problem with that, that assistant coaches don't speak during timeouts, only they do. And for us, because we are so in sync and on the same level, I know that whatever they're telling them, it's something I'd probably be telling them as well. And it's going to be information that's valued. Now, we do have a system where if they're speaking to them, they make sure I get the last word in. Sure, because I'm the head coach, so I might want to summarize or touch up on something or add something in. But because we have such a great working relationship, they're able to do that. So it's really important, and I spent a little bit too long talking about this, but it's really important that your assistant coaches, you don't, you don't just look at resume. That's important, but you don't just look at resume when you're, when you're an assistant coach. You have to be able to gel with that person. And as an assistant coach, you also want to be able to learn from the head coach as well. But more importantly, you have to be able to gel with them, connect with them, be in sync so that you can be successful together. So let's talk about some things that are great for an assistant coach to have. And, and the jobs and the roles, obviously. So the number one role for an assistant coach at the college level, okay, not necessarily the club, but at the college level, is recruiting. Recruiting is the number one thing that an assistant coach has to do. And if you're uncomfortable with recruiting, then you may not want to be an assistant coach because uh, the head coach doesn't always have the time to go and recruit. So the assistant coaches will have that responsibility. Because you got to remember, the head coach's job is the planning, they're responsible for planning the season, planning the things, you know, booking and figuring out certain where, where they're going to go and organize and talking to admin and doing like they're doing all the, all the you know, the, the, the planning, basically uh, the decision making, I guess you want to call it. But the recruiting uh, assistant coach have a big responsibility in attending tournaments and games and identifying uh, potential players for the team and recruits and stuff like that and engaging in that conversation, traveling and, and uh, doing stuff like that. And at some point, sure, the head coach can definitely um, can go. Like, I, obviously, I do recruit. I go to all the big championships in, in our you know in our province and I'm there. Um, but it's not my primary job. It's it's a part of my job. Okay, so recruiting is a big aspect, and uh, you got to make sure you're, you're okay doing that uh, because it's, uh, so 
The next thing I'd say is, and this is probably more important than recruiting, but assistant coaches, you are going to work more closely with the players than the head coach potentially could because the head coach is responsible for everyone, you know, 12 to 15 to 17 players, depending on your staff, sometimes even 20, depending on your roster. And the the head coach is going to be responsible for coming up with the plan. And don't get me wrong. They're going to be working with specific athletes. But, you know, for example, me, I work with the setters. I don't necessarily work with every single player. I don't. My time isn't spread evenly with all the players. I'll spend more time with the setters. And I have an assistant coach that works with the middles, an assistant coach that works with the left sides, and so forth. So assistant coaches, you're going to be able to be more close with the players to an extent, and therefore, you're going to be able to significantly help with their development. So I really want you to take pride and take take seriously as well that you're going to be really fun, fundamentally dialing into the athlete's development. Also, because you're working more closely with the players, sometimes assistant coaches are fine in the position where they are they are like the middle person where if a player doesn't feel comfortable going to the head coach or maybe just wants to express something to the assistant coaches, it's easier to express it to the assistant coaches than the head coach because the assistant coach isn't going to cut them, isn't going to get them in trouble, the head coach will. So sometimes it, it, may, it may come in that you have that ability to communicate a little bit better with your players than say um the head coach like uh, our assistant coaches are fantastic and you know one of my assistant coaches has a handshake with all of the players like they are so sociable he has a handshake with every single one of the players which is amazing but that's the type of relationship you want to have with the players okay um another thing too and again and this is more of a lesson in itself is a lot, of, a lot of times assistant coaches, especially players who become assistant coaches, find that they're always worried that the players won't respect them because maybe they're, you know, they're, they're closer in age than the head coach and, you know, they, they just, they don't get the same level of respect as the head coach does. And I want to tell you something, if you're an assistant coach listening to this, here's what you have to pay attention to. Even though you may be closer in age or even though you may be the, the assistant coach, and the player you may think does not won't respect you as much as the head coach or may not take you as seriously. There's one thing that I can guarantee. If you are able to give results, or rather, if you were able to have your players get results because of your coaching, they are going to listen to you. So if you were helping a left side pass and your left side is passing better as a direct result of your coaching you're going to get respect because last time I checked, people don't shy away from results. If someone, if I'm getting results by listening to someone, then I'm going to want to listen more because I'm in, I'm noticing an improvement. I'm getting better and I want to continue getting better as a player. So whoever is enabling me to get better, I'm going to listen to them. So that's a very important point where if you can get results, if you can get your players results, then that's all you have to worry about. So that's all you need to focus on. Don't worry about whether they like you or not. Don't worry about whether they respect you or not because they will because you're going to get them results and that's what you should focus on. So when I talk to assistant coaches, and I work with a lot of assistant coaches outside of my staff, just mentoring them. I always tell them to focus on the results. If you try to gain respect, like you like go out there and try to, to like overdo it, kind of like oversell yourself, they're going to see right through it. But if you wholeheartedly try to get them results and make that your main focus, your job is going to be a lot easier. 
significantly easier. So I want you to be results-driven and focus on getting your players' results. Another responsibility you're going to have is scouting. So now there's many different forms of scouting. Now scouting is not recruiting, the difference. Scouting is when you are looking, you're you're preparing a, a scouting report, you're scouting another team that you are going to be playing against and you're, you're making notes on them. You're making notes on maybe hitting tendencies, setting tendencies, serving tendencies, whatever the case is, but you are taking notes, you're, you're scouting, I don't know how to say, you're scouting the other team so that you can take that information back to your team and your head coach and you can come up with a scouting report. Our assistant coaches are actually responsible for creating the scouting report uh, for our team. And now, obviously, as a head coach, I still look at film and I, and I still look at the scouting report to, to check off on and make sure that, yeah, this is, this is good and I might add something to it. But the assistant coaches are responsible for watching film, creating the scouting report, and then sending it to the players and myself. So uh, they'll they'll um, mix up the duties. Like one time, one coach will do it. Another time, another coach will do it. So they'll mix it up themselves on who's doing the scouting report. But that is also part of their job, which ties into the other job of film. They look at a ton of film. I mean, the head coach does as well. But assistant coaches, you're going to be working with players and you're going to have like more closely and you're going to be looking at a ton of film. Now, in a lot of cases, depending on your staff, like if you have if you're fortunate like me that has four assistant coaches or even three assistant coaches or two assistant coaches, then you're, you're probably going to have like a setter coach or a coach that works with a bunch of players more closely. So you're going to be looking at film a lot with those players um, more closely and this is again you want to build that relationship with those players by making sure that when you look at film you give them feedback you help them so they can get better all right so so we have recruiting we have working more closely with the players all right and then by default you want to make sure you're results driven so you're focused on the results okay we talked about scouting so you want to make sure that that well that's also a big part of your job is, is scouting Film, you're going to be looking at a ton of film, all right? So make sure that you understand that you're going to be looking at a lot of film, okay? And to add into that, you're also going to be responsible for stats. So stats is something that assistant coaches take, uh, they're, they're responsible for doing that. So uh, on the bench during games, if you guys are using an iPad, um, an assistant coach will be responsible for taking stats and uh, of the game. And there's a lot of different stats out there, like iStat, V-Ball, Volleyball Stat, so many different stats. That's a, another big responsibility that you're going to be doing as an assistant coach is taking stats and then relaying that information back, not only to the head coach, but sometimes it helps by relaying that information back to the players. So stats is something that is important. And you know what? It even will take it a step further is sometimes assistant coaches will, will be also scouting slash taking stats on the other team across from the net. So during the game, an assistant coach will be potentially monitoring their rotations, seeing if the setter is going to this player in this rotation on every single ball. And they'll use that information. So the second set comes around, they'll tell the head, they'll tell the head coach or they'll tell them blockers that, by the way, there was a tendency to that first set, this is what they were doing. So you may have, and again, this is high, that would be more high level ball. Like I don't see youth teams really doing this. This may be like high level varsity, college, et cetera, where you are scouting the other team on the, on the other side of the court during the game where an assistant coach is doing that. So that's a little bit more high level, but I, I would say, uh, yeah, that's, that's absolutely, that's absolutely important is, um, is scouting and, and doing that. 
So you got recruiting, you got working closely with the other players, results-driven, scouting, filming, stats. Now, the other thing that you're going to be responsible for as well is basically supporting the head coach in his or her vision. So this isn't, uh, you know, your your job is not to is not to plan. Your job is not to come up with the game plan before games. Your job is not to practice plan, like come up with what we're doing at practice. That is a head coach's job. Your job is to help implement that plan. So at the beginning of the year, you're going to have your seasonal planning meeting with your with your coaching staff, and the head coach will go over what the seasonal planning is. Like these are the plans we're going to have X amount of games. This is what preseason looks like. This is what uh, training camp looks like. This is what trials look like. You know, the, the head coach will go over what the plan is for the season. Your job is to provide input. So maybe you have a suggestion. Hey, maybe instead of having that, we do this. Or, or I, I, why don't why don't we add on to to this? I, I had an idea about this. So your job is to really help give great ideas to your head coach and support the plan, or, or rather, make the plan better if you can. All right. So your job is to help planning. Important. Also, um, your job is going to be to help the practice plan. So again, the head coach is the one that creates the practice plan, but your job is to go in there and help, you know, you'll see the practice plan ahead of time or whatever you're doing at practice and make sure that you understand it and you help your players with that execution of the practice plan. Okay. So practice planning is going to be important when it comes to helping you. You're going to implement it. Seasonal planning, you're going to help implement. And then also this is one of the one of the things uh, that I think I'm giving you guys a lot of stuff here. So I'm sorry if I'm going, I'm going kind of fast here, but uh, I, and I hope you're writing this down. If you're driving, please don't write this down. But if you're not, um, I hope you're, you're taking some notes on this because it's important to understand that, you know, well, it's important to understand what the role of an assistant coach is and, and, and how it all comes together. All right. So, you know, helping the, the coach with their plan. And, and when I say supporting the vision, it's good to, this is where it gets interesting because you don't, if you disagree with the coach for something for the head coach, this is the time to to voice that disagreement. Like, hey, you know, I think that's too many exhibition games. Look at our schedule. Maybe the head coach missed something. So this is where the trust factor comes in. They have to trust. You have to be on the same page. You guys got to have that extreme trust where you know it's you you feel comfortable in being able to offer some suggestions and advice. You know, if you feel if you're nervous of offering suggestions or to your head coach. I, that 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 kind of that's kind of a red flag for me. I mean, maybe if you're a first year assistant, with it, you you might want to you know sure you don't feel comfortable doing that, but you should be okay with offering advice to your head coach. Now you're not telling the head coach what to do, but you can offer advice. You can give your opinion. There's nothing wrong with that. So make sure that you're you feel comfortable and you you know you're capable of doing that. All right. I'll finish off with a couple more things, um, but. One thing that's important too, and this kind of I'm saying the same thing, but I want to give you another example. Is you know we had we had a game where we were playing, and I'm actually uh, not to sound arrogant you know, here when I say this, but I feel like I'm pretty good at calling timeouts. Like my timeout management, I think, is one of my strong suits. Uh, I I feel like I've really developed a skill for calling timeouts, like the exact the perfect time for calling timeouts. So sometimes if I'm if I'm I don't know looking at something, I might I might miss it, and my assistant coaches will be like. You know, yo, you didn't call a timeout, and I'll be like, oh, timeout. Like they, they remind me, like they're there for me to be like timeout, timeout, or whatever. Or, you know, if I, if a, if a player is messing up and I haven't taken them out, I keeping them in. My assistant coach will feel comfortable saying, yo, "What are you doing? That guy's made three errors in a row. This person's uh, on a like this person coming off the bench. You know, give this guy a break or whatever the case is." 
they can tell me these things. You know, they feel comfortable and open telling me these things. So this one you have to really monitor and I guess you got to feel for it because if you don't have that relationship with your head coach, which I think you should, uh, you may not be able to do these kinds of things, but I want you to understand that it's it's not wrong to do these. These are This is okay to be able to do these things, okay? And then the last thing is, remember how I talked about you're going to be really close with the players. They can uh, stress their concerns and stuff like that. Your job is to make sure you bring that to the head coach. If you notice anything, if a player tells an assistant coach anything, you got to share it with the head coach. The head coach is a job to manage players, to make sure the team is has a, you know a positive environment, positive learning environment, playing environment. We got to make sure that we're all on the same page. You got to bring that stuff to your head coach right away. And that's basically all of these things. You'll be a fantastic assistant coach. So you got recruiting, working closely with players, result-based driven, right? Help them get results. That's how you earn their respect, and that's how you make them get better. Scouting, film, stats and then implementing the coach's plan. You do all those things, you're gonna be a fantastic um, assistant coach. And I do wanna say too, learn from the head coach. Like don't go in there thinking that you know everything because I myself as a head coach, I don't go in there thinking I know everything. I love when my assistant coaches share something new with me or something they read or something they saw. I love learning from them. So I want you to be like that, learn from your head coach. Like if they're a head coach and they've been doing it for a long time, like learn, because maybe you wanna be a head coach one day and that's great if you do. But learn how they manage. Learn how they plan. Have conversations with them about how are you planning your season. What are you What are you thinking about when you're planning your season? What are you going What are you thinking about when you're making these type of decisions? Because most assistant coaches want to be head coaches eventually. So ask questions from your head coach. Learn from your head coach. Be there if you can in the planning process. You know, like I mean, you probably will be, but make sure that you take in as much as you can. So when it's your job to be a head coach eventually you'll be so much more prepared. Like there should be nothing your head coach does in a season where you're unsure either why he did it, how he did it, or what he did. You should you should be able to regurgitate it if you were to go and do your own program. Not to say that you will because you'll have your own philosophy and whatever, but you understand what I'm saying. You wanna get as much out of the experience as possible so that when you're ready to become a head coach, you have the necessary tools and resources to go and do that. All right, so a lot of information here for you um, about how to be an effective assistant coach, um, but and like, I hate this word assistant coach because to be quite honest, even though there are roles of a head coach friends with the assistant coach and head coach, but ultimately there's no hierarchy. It's not like, you know, I'm the head coach and, you know, I'm superior in any way. That, that's not the way that it works. We are a team and we operate that way. I don't consider myself above our assistant coaches at all. And if I, and if I did feel like that way, I feel like our dynamic would not be the way it is right now. So if you're a head coach listening to this too, um, I would, I really stress that you make your assistant coaches be, feel inclusive, that there is no distinction between head and assistant besides what's on paper, but that you guys are a team. And yes, you have different roles in the sense that your plan, head coaches are planning and assistant coaches are helping implement that plan. But I really hope that we can really get that team environment in there and understand that we are a team. We do things together. We operate as one unit. Cause I'll tell you something, if you can get that, not only will your team be more successful, but the but the the amount of more efficiency you're going to get as a coaching staff will be through the roof, and it's going to be a great time. You're going to have way more fun doing it that way than if the if it was this like oh I'm the head coach you're the assistant coach uh, type of role. All right, so a lot of information. Hope that helped. I hope you guys are okay with that. Uh, I appreciate it. And um, 
For those of you that uh, are interested in, in learning more and diving more deeper with me, um, I haven't mentioned yet, but as you guys know, I, I have a membership called Digital Volleyball Academy where I get to mentor coaches um, all around the world by bringing them into our gym, sharing my resources with them, jumping on coaching calls with them, showing them behind the scenes and really getting to mentor them uh, and being part of our DVA community, which is one of the best communities in the world. Uh, if, if you're interested in joining that, um, go to digitalvolleyballacademy.com, sign up on the wait list. Right now we're currently closed, uh, but we will be opening up soon. Sign up on the wait list and you'll know when Digital Volleyball Academy opens. So you can, you know, you can join us. Actually, I did a training today on seasonal planning. And it was a great, great training. We, our members got a lot of value out of it, and they're going to go and implement what we what they learned in seasonal planning and start planning their season. So it was a great training for them. And we do we do training all the time inside DVA. So if it's something you're interested in, digitalvolleyballacademy.com and sign up for the waitlist so you'll know when we open doors. Other than that, I will see you guys next week on another episode of the Volleyball by Design podcast. Take care. All right, cue the music. Look, are you at the stage you want to be in your volleyball journey? How would it feel to get clarity on your training and instead of taking months to get better, you could improve in weeks, if not days? When I was a young coach and player, I felt this way all the time. The truth is, after I got some great advice on how to be efficient, my learning curve grew exponentially. Let me show you how to be more efficient and effective in this game. I invite you to check out CoachBTraining.com for more resources that you can use to take your game to the next level. I look forward to helping you reach your volleyball goals.